Oh, I got all the books ready to go now. Cool. I have uh, things open here as well. I've been taking notes um, with uh, the comics these days as well. You know, well, look at you. Yeah, because I do as little as possible because yeah, because there's stuff I don't want to forget. You know. Yeah, I forget stuff all the time, and sometimes we we're barreling like a freight train. I'm like, oh, I'm not going back. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, like last week we go through the whole show. We did everything on the main show, that is. And then we forgot to mention that uh, Secret Invasion started this week. Right. The other one that I we didn't mention and it happened like I'm, like a half hour after we did the, like, the show was John Romita Sr. died. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I didn't even end up putting it in um, the notes for the main show. You know, um, you know, we're talking about it now, so we're talking about it now. Um, but, you know, obviously, this is an older guy. 90s. Yeah, you know, um, you don't know how anyone is doing. And then it was literally as I was editing the show, um, I saw the news going out and rolling out. And it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, I'll, I'll get the news story tomorrow. And then, you know, even though there's not a ton of news for this week, you know, but John Romita Jr. is awesome. You know, yep, um, yep. one of the best, one of the most iconic um Marvel artists of all time, and you know, tip, not what we typically talk about on uh, After Dark, but here we are. You know, yep, um, definitely one of the Mount Rushmore of Spider-Man artists. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, it's it's one of those things where you, I could say something about Ramita, and you know, be right, be wrong, whatever it is, but he had a longevity and left a mark on a character, on a company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this and this is meant to be the praise that it's intended to. Um, obviously, we, we've talked before about the, um, the DC style guides by Jose Garcia... Uh, Gar- Jose Gar- Luis Garcia Lopez. Right, right. So obviously... Ramita Jr. didn't do everyone in the Marvel Universe, but, like, I think for the era, the 60s, the people that he did, like, their, like, his versions are, like, the most iconic versions of them. When you think of Marvel characters from the 60s, it's probably, if it's not a Steve Ditko um, or a Jack Kirby, it's a John Ramita Jr. Yeah, I would say he was the default look for merchandise until yeah. like Bagley era. Right. So you're talking like what a good like 30 year run almost. Yeah, probably. It was like, oh Spider-Man's on something. It was him. Right. Hulk's and on I could something. Be wrong, Caps I don't... on something. Whomever. Yep. And that's and like and it's not like he was a bad artist. He was a very much of an artist of 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 the style of the day and the age and everything else. But he was also a remarkable artist in that you could pick his stuff out of a lineup. Yep. 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 And I mean, you're the Spider-Man guy. I know, like, you know, I wouldn't even dare, but I was, even I know who uh, John Romita senior is, you know? Yeah. You know, when his kid got into the business and his kids now, as we talk here, (laughs) huh? kid i think he i know it's his kid but like what's i think he's 60 some right but well that's what i was gonna say his kid in his own right has been you know doing comics for the better part of like 40 years yeah 
So, you know, we say a kid, but he's another one who's got, uh, you know, obviously not the same style as his dad. And I like, you know, Ramita Jr. just as well. You know, obviously his stuff was more late 90s or late uh, late 80s, early 90s sort of stuff. And he still kind of sort of draws in that way today, which is, you know, fine. It The, the, the fancy coloring and the fancy inking kind of gives it a little bit more of a modern look. But he's definitely like an old time artist. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think as we record this, it's like Dan Jurgen's birthday I saw floating around yes, online it is. today. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I think I put Ramita Jr. in that same bucket as a Dan Jurgen's type, where, you know, obviously so much of Marvel style parted and changed and whatever. Um, but so did DC in the late 80s, early 90s. Where, you know, your ex-people looked like what would become Image Comic type stuff, right? Right, right. And then there was a time when, like, okay, well, Image Comics is hot, so now, like, everything's going to kind of morph into that look, whether it fits or not. And more times than not, when they tried to put that sort of look on a Fantastic Four or an Avengers or whatever, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And they always went back to more of a classic style. And then same thing over at DC, where, you know, for the most part, Jurgens was the the house style for Superman and Superman-related titles. Yeah, he's my definitive Superman artist, is Jurgens. Yeah, 100%. You know, there's, not to say that there hasn't been a ton of great artists on Superman mm-hmm. over the last, like, 30, 40 years. But when I think of my Superman, I think of a Dan Jurgens-drawn, mulleted Superman. Not so much the mullet, but mm-hmm. man, oh man, that... Uh, <laughs> That he, he did a he did a crisp Superman. That's I just love his stuff and everything else that he did. There was something about I know like I'm thinking like like Dan Jurgen cheekbones on Superman. You know mm. it was like he was a handsome man when you when you saw Superman. But. Yeah, and I didn't throw it in the notes as well that like after dark this week gets to be less. You know, and we're not to say that we won't get into a how was your week sort of thing. Um, right. But they announced the casting for the Jimmy Pistols uh, um, Superman Legacy Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I looked at it and I saw Superman and Lois. As far as I was concerned. Yeah, and and uh, so the, where I run into an issue with this is, um, I don't know who those actors are. That almost might be a good thing for us. Yeah, because we won't have any preconceived notions. Right, I won't go in and think like, oh, so-and-so, and I just have it here. Uh, David Cornswet, which is a terrible name. Right, I like my corns dry, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could write that down for the title. Uh, I'm doing it as we speak. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Rachel Brosnahan. Uh, okay, that one I don't know either. Right, so I don't know who either of these people are. Um... But you know, get him on a get a corn sweat here on a cycle, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll be uh, in Superman shape in no time. I hope so. Now I, I'll throw this out there: um, both of these uh, folks, um, <laughs> uh, corn sweat was born in 1993, mm-hmm. and uh, Bronze uh, Brosnahan was born in 1990. Right. So, it's, you know, it's, it's kids playing these parts. You know what, though? At least 
Um, I will say this. They're in the age of what I would like my brain has Superman and Lois hat is like to me, Superman and Batman are eternally 33. Yeah. Cause any younger than that, like that's Batman year one, Superman year one, but like aged perfection, like height of powers, Superman, Batman is 33 to 35 tops. And they fit into it because then like, even when we watched the flash on CW, which I was fine with, I loved the show. Like when you have twenty four year old superheroes, I f- especially like the 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 gold star ones that, that were golden age era. I just feel it's way too young and it skews angsty youngster. But I'm an old man yelling at a cloud. So right, I'll say um, your Superman, your Batman's, your stuff like that should be depending on the time that you're telling the story. T- no younger than twenty nine. Yep. And, like, no older than, like, 35, and like, like, for a modern tale. Right, unless you're doing, like, uh, The Dark Knight Returns or something. Or Kingdom Come, or yeah. a Year One story, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the Marvel characters, for the most part, you know, and Spider-Man is my, you know, whatever. But, like, Spider-Man should be, like, mid-20s, like, 26, 27, and right. no older than, like, 33, and I like my Reed Richards at 35 and my Sue Storm at 16. That's right. Like yeah. The way it should be. But no. Uh, so looking the two of these actors up, um, he was in a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that I'm even aware of or mm-hmm. have seen. Like, um, it was a TV show like from two years ago called Hollywood that he was in. And another TV show from uh, a year or two ago called The Politician. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in another TV show called We Own This City. Right. Right. So it looks like he's primarily a TV actor. And again, what exactly is a TV actor in 2023, right? Yeah, that's that. there was a time when they, they were different, but that's a whole different show. Right. And I'm sure people were yelling at us as we were going over all of this. Um, but the young lady who's playing Lois, uh, Rachel Brosnahan, uh, she is Miss Maisel in the, uh, TV show, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, which was, I get like a hit, uh, like a, I think it won awards and everything. Like, I want to watch that. It looks like really good. Um, but, well, she'll be like, she'll be your star. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She'll be like the one who carries the, uh, the acting chops, you know, while, Yep. The other guy stands around in a pair of tights, you know, and looks good. <laughs> Hopefully tights and flights. Right. And like I said, you know, I don't know. It wasn't in the, it wasn't enough to put in the main news, but we're talking about stuff that missed the main news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Rob seems to be off for the summer for his podcast. Right, right. Um, I don't think there was an official announcement, but there hasn't been a new episode in two weeks. I think he's on the Keith Giffen schedule. Mm. Um, I th- let's hope that the Rob has decided that getting that Deadpool book out on time, which is still a six week schedule, is more important than him fucking around on his podcast. Definitely, definitely, because if if the Rob is about anything, the Rob is about deadlines. He's about making that money, making that He's, scratch. Right. Maybe not deadlines, just lines. Hmm. 
He's living those lines. <laughs> but no updates from uh, Salty Keith, you know. Um, moving, moving. I don't shaking. know if he's. I, I don't know if he's packing. If he's unpacking, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Right. Yep. Yep. He's probably playing that pirate island game or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. What was the game? I don't remember. You know what it is. Uh, Dead Rising Three. Yep, that's, that's probably all he's doing. He's like, I'm done with this podcast. I'm Dead Rising Three. You know, right? Um. So yeah, that's uh, you know, and uh, I guess you know that's uh for stuff that we missed in the news or updates there. So how was your week? It was an uneventful week. I did nothing. Mm. Nothing. And I liked it. I did a little comic stuff around the house as we're talking comics, but that's about it. Gotcha. Uh, had an eventful week, I guess. Um, here, the uh, toilet was making noises. Right. Um, so I'm like, well, something's loose or like this is something going on, right? So, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the inner workings of a turlet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> an, an, an emphatic, yeah. Yep. Uh, the Flushmaster, right? Right. So, I'm thinking it's a bit on the Flushmaster, and we did have a couple spares of those, because, like, you can't just buy one. You have to buy, like, packs of, like, two or three or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, maybe there's, like, a crack in it. Maybe it's worn down. Maybe it's whatever. Okay. So I go, I replace that. It's still making the noise. So, okay, I got to go get a whole new Flushmaster, which is still no big deal. Those are like 10 bucks, whatever. Not in weekly purchases. Maybe it will be. <laughs> um, but replacing those, it's like you got to turn off the water. You got to drain the toilet. You got to do all this stuff. And the way that our toilet is, it doesn't like the water to the toilet because of the pressure. You know, we had to sit there for like ever and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for all the pressure to get out of the hose before we could finally go ahead and do it. Replace that. No problem. But it was just a pain in the ass. You know, it took up like my Saturday morning Mm -hmm. where um, what the hell was going on Friday? I don't know if there was something going on Friday. Oh, yeah. So Friday we took the kids and by kids, I mean uh asa and a bunch of nieces and nephews to the crayola factory okay cool which we haven't been to the crayola factory in at least four years maybe more Um, good deal on those tickets at all or uh yeah you know uh, you order them online i don't know if you're making a joke or like i don't know no like in the morning i because i listen to the news a little bit when i go to get my breakfast yeah and they have like I don't know if you if it was on the radio like through I can't whatever the talk radio is around here, buy one get one half off or it was one free I forget for oh. this, so yeah I don't know nothing about that I know if you order them online you get like three bucks off and then yeah. oh this was a a sweet deal it was like they're like through WILK like they'll do sales on things like you know what I mean mm. like promotional and Crayola was like this week or this month but go ahead sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I missed out on that one, so I got I got fleeced there. But like I said, I saved the three dollars from getting it online, and then another three dollars per ticket mm-hmm. um, because of like whatever like promo code I was able to scam onto it as well, right? Uh, so we go, and that was a busy day. It was like we left at like eight thirty in the morning, and then we had to go up to Shikshini for uh, one of the kids' birthday parties. We were there late. We recorded uh, Red Sonia for the Patreon show. Go sign up for the Patreon. 
Um, and just because it was a long day and I was beat, I'm like, I'm going to sleep for 12 hours on Saturday. And then like the shit with the toilet came up, you know, right? Mm -hmm. So then on top of all that, you know, we're like, all right, well, it's like raining off and on, but like not enough for whatever lawn needs to be mowed. It's been like two weeks since I mowed the lawn. It's been two weeks since we had rain. Uh, and then like last week we had a ton of rain. So it's like, all right, well now the lawn really needs to be mowed. But let me do the dishes a little bit first. So I'm doing the dishes, and then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is, what's going on here? Like, I thought I, like, missed the sink and splashed some water or whatever. Apparently, just from, like, gradual going underneath the sink, bumping into the pipe for the trap, just water all over the place. Just pouring out underneath the sink, right? Mm -hmm. So now that's a whole other thing. we got to clean everything out. Got to get the uh, the pipe wrench, tighten that up, test it out, and make sure because I don't want to like pour Drano and shit down that sink. But it was just one of those things where just like gradually going underneath the sink, it's like oh that's where like you know the dishwashing stuff is, and that's where the garbage bags are, and that's where the this is, and that's where the that is, and just going underneath there and just bumping it slightly, bumping it slightly, bumping it slightly was enough to just like loosen it up because like. I had to, like, hand-tighten it first to get it to stop pouring the water out. Right. And then I had to give it, like, a good, like, full turn with the wrench to, like, stop anything from coming out. But it was just a mess. It was just, like, a ton of water all over our kitchen that we had to clean up. Yep. And I'm Show like, the Show the plumber. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I have it in my blood. I'm the only one in my family that didn't get into it from, you know, my dad and my grandfather and my brothers and stuff. Um, but I have enough osmosis knowledge from them to like fix shit that's easy you know right right um but that's it you know and then, like then it's like okay now we get to mow the lawn and then like then we're running around um we had people over and then it was like super hot on sunday down yep. here yep yeah so it's just a busy weekend um, um yeah. i have a question for you that's not related to uh this like anything you did but what be, might be coming up i know you said you did it once i don't remember if you told me you were doing it again this year but isn't there a pokey thing in new york there is okay because um, i asked because you might be getting a text from the guy's house you want to rob for art yes because he's going and i was like oh joe goes oh okay and went, and I think he's going this year, but I wasn't 100% sure if you told me that. So um, I don't know, like, what, he might have questions or seeing if your guys are going to be there at the same time, you know? Right. So that's, so the thing is, it's a three-day event. Yep. But it's like two, and again, I got into it on Ad Odds this past week, but the very long story short of it is, we're not doing all three days we're just doing one day and it's like three of us, like me, my wife and my son all play. So that's like three $25 tickets. Right. And we had gotten our, we had gotten the tickets before, like they did the price increase. And I think it's like $30 tickets now. Um, yeah. But if you I'll, do all, there, there's like no deal. If you get like, well, I'm going to go all three days. Um, so I'm going to get all three days. So it's a, it's a discount. No, it's not. No, I'm just saying, like, because I know I'm not saying he wants to, to hang out or whatever, but he he like 
he does, I don't know what he knows about it. But he's taking his daughter, I think, for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, maybe, you know, if you had, like, I'm not saying grill you, but if you had a question, Joe might know. And he's like, oh, I, I is that like, is this still his text? I was like, yeah, if not yeah. DM him, he'll, so he might be hitting you up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So the time that we went to New York last year, it was just for like, it wasn't like the big event, right? Mm-hmm. Because, um, like they, they have like two, like twice a month. They have like community day things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we just decided like, oh, it's the summer. It's a nice weekend. Let's like do New York. We'll do the community day that happens everywhere in the world. But we're just happen to be in New York because Niantic, Nintendo have a presence there. And like you just get like a bunch of like handout freebies, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is different than those community days. This is go fest specifically, right? Okay. They do it two or three times a year, but the problem is because Pokemon is so big across the world, this is the first time that it's been back in the United States. Back in the United States on the East Coast since the pandemic. Got ya. They had one scheduled for April of 2020 in Philly. And even though it was outdoor, they still did it. Um, but I didn't feel comfortable traveling like a month into the pandemic or two months into the pandemic. Right. Right. And they might have uh, curtailed sales. You know what I mean? Right. Or whatever it was. But like they do it like this year, it's Tokyo, London and New York. OK. Right. We're like last year it was like Brazil, Seattle and Glasgow you know, yeah. wherever. Right. So this is the first time that it's in the United States on the East Coast in four years. So we're like. We're doing it, right? Gotcha, yeah. So I have no idea what to expect. All right, you I know? might have mixed up the stuff. I don't know. You no, know. no, you didn't mix up the stuff. It's just like you, our our friend who we're not naming and I are on the same wavelength with that sort of stuff. Right. And then he's, having, he's attempting to have a conversation with you about something that you don't know anything about other than the word Pokemon. Yep. And, and then I'm trying that. to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. That you have no idea what any of it means or care. So, right. Oh, I do care. Can't you tell? <laughs> the caring is, you can hear it in my voice. Oh, I certainly can. Uh, so, hopefully, he and the family are going the same day and time that we are, because that's another thing is because it's such a big thing. Yep. They break you up into groups, they run it like three times a day. Blocks, yeah. Yeah, there's like a 9 to 1 block, a 2 to 6 block, and then another block at night, like whatever the nighttime block is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because it's so big, it's taking place in Central Park, and then it's like Central Park East or Central Park West. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got the 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday on Central Park East. Why did I pick Central Park East? I don't know. Just That's... Right. Because it's close to that good pizza place. Right. Well, I don't know. We're going to find out. So we're still going to get there kind of early, get a decent parking spot, um, you know, explore the city a little bit, get there in time so we don't have to worry about, like, rushing for parking when it's time for our our time there to begin, you know? Yeah. And you're going to stop at Midtown and see what kind of comics they have. I hear they have comics. I don't know. I, I have enough comics here. Yeah, I heard you uh, were selling them. 
Well, we're, we're going to see. So allegedly, um, we're going to partake in the streetwide yard sale that's going on um, mm-hmm. on our street this weekend. Now, that's the discussion. Um, so whether or not we actually do or do not is another story. But I ne- I do not nearly have uh, as many comics to unload um, this year if we do. Mm-hmm. As I did, like, when, when I did it two years ago. You know, I think I had, like, four short boxes that I'm just like, this is the end of some... This is, this is the end of three other people's collections. Mm-hmm. Just get them out of here. And now I maybe got ass short boxes stuff. Right. I'll be down with my many, many, many comics I need to sell. Right. Okay. I'll uh, give you a whole... spot on the table, you know. Get a cut of the fucking money. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's a an eventful show, Joe. Look at that. Oh, so last last but not least, we'll wrap this up here um, with the uh, and again a lot of talk about the other shows and everything else. Whatever is what after dark is for to get the shit out of the way. So for uh, the at odds Patreon, I did an interview with. Uh, our mutual friend, Ultramantis Black. Yes, good buddy, yeah. Right, and I had said that his dream, or I said that your dream mm-hmm. is to get the uh, worker handshake from him. <laughs> right, I'm sure that went over big. And I told the story on that show about the time that you got the worker handshake from uh, Sean Waltman. Two-time WWE Hall of Famer, right. Sean Waltman. Put some right. respect on it, Joe. And so again, it's just that you need to create, uh, create the, tr- uh, like, uh, like you needed to like, you know, cause obviously like it's a hall of famer, but then like Mantis was like the last one who still gives that handshake, you know? Right. Right. I have to bridge that gap. Right. And we were, jo- you know, where it was on the show and I think it made it in. I don't know. Some, well, there was parts that didn't make it in. I could talk about it here. Cause like, you know, it's small or small and there's no way Mantis is going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh so we're talking about that and i say oh well it ha-, and i go the only way it could happen is is todd has to come to a show mm-hmm. i go but todd is waiting to come to a show because of uh skinny uh, jeans okay skinny jeans perfect right mm-hmm. so <laughs> um we're, we're you know we're talking about skinny jeans we're talking about like how he always says he wants to go um, and then he ends up going to like other wrestling shows mm-hmm. and Mantis is like, Oh, I, you know, he's like, I kind of take that as a slight. Right. Right. And I go, listen, I go, I'm making a, a, a goal to you that once the publicity starts for the summer shows and like there's flyers and everything else like that, every time that I tweet something out, like my little like quippy, whatever, Yep. I'm going to tag him in whatever it is, every single one, until he shows up at a show, right? Right, right. And then we said his uh, working name on the show. Oh, no! And sh- Trash shoot, Joe. Right, well, no, okay, so um, not the name that we know him by. You said Skinny Jeans, right? Right. No, you not mean his Christian name. Not the name, name that's right? on his license. Oh, okay. You follow what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. That's his shoot name. His working name is pretty known, and again, obviously, 
I love you're in his Discord server. I think you know his his shoot name as well, right? Right. I mean, it's not like it's hidden. It's Wikipedia has it. So, Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> look at that. So, um, I say his name, the the working name, and then after we're done recording, Mantis is like, ah, I feel bad. Could you beep out his name? Oh. So there's an awkward beep in there when we're talking about him. Mm-hmm. And that's who it is. We were talking about someone. And again, if you, you know, we've mentioned it many a times, if you're familiar with our stuff and that sort of genre of music and people have gone and done independent wrestling shows or know who performs AEW Superstar Darby Allen's music or anything like that, then you know who we're talking about. But Mantis is like, oh, I feel bad. Beep it out, you know? Yeah, and I would like to think that someday I'll become a wrestling game, and it's like six worker handshakes to Todd Roker, like six right. degrees to Kevin Bacon. Yeah. If you shook this person's hand, and that person shook that person's hand, and then it's only so many worker handshakes to me. Right. So... All right, so uh, I guess that's it for After Dark, right? Yeah, it was a long and amazing After Dark. Was it? I think it was it long. No, it's about the same oh. time. If we start wrapping it up now, it's about the same time as all the other ones. You know, it felt long in a good mm-hmm. way. Oh, there you go. Um, so hey, uh, longboxheroes.com, soon to be soon to be named network.com, lo- uh, patreon.com slash longboxheroes. Uh, the eBay affiliate thing and uh, T Public Store. That's you know, tell a friend. I don't know. Do whatever it is you got to do. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thanks very much for listening. I'm pretty sure I hit record, and uh, we'll <laughs> see y'all here. We'll see y'all here next week. You're listening to the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini of podcast networks.